This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. He, he wants <laughs> nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello everyone and welcome along to the latest edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley and joining me today is our WTA Tour handicapper, it's Rory Giovanni. Now, Rory, good afternoon to you, sir. A lot of people would have seen our preview for Wimbledon on our outright markets where we broke down the card. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure you download the podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, or follow us on YouTube. But today... It's all about the first round matches on the women's event here in Wimbledon. Now, Rory, um, this is the big one. Um, from from a betting perspective, do you like it when there's 64 matches and you your brain becomes frazzled with all these mountain matches you have to look at? <laughs> or do you prefer it when there's eight matches and you can find one bet? Because sometimes for me, I, I, I look at all these games and think, I should have bet that after the result. I, this one is a bet for me. Oh, my God, why didn't I bet that? What is your strategy coming into the uh, to the majors with all these tennis, and especially Wimbledon, which is a, a crazy tournament for us here? Yeah, all of them are tough in their own way, the, the slams, especially in the first round. Um, apart from perhaps the US Open, because Australian Open's beginning of the season, so you've not got much form to go on. The French Open, especially in the women's, you don't have much clay court form to go on that season. Wimbledon, you have even less form to go on because it's on grass and they have literally two or three tournaments on grass before Wimbledon. The US Open is probably the one where you think you've got a real chance in the first round because you've got a good amount of hardcore form going into it. So, yeah, 64 matches. It's not the easiest. And, yeah, there will be a few that afterwards you'll think, oh, how did I not pick that? But, yeah, we, we've had a look. I mean, I've, I've, I've picked out 10 matches to look at for various reasons. I've got three bets, I think. Could be four. There's one I'm still wavering on, which was a bet last night. I slept on it. It's not a bet anymore. But when we talk about it, it might become a bet. But it's it's a little bit tricky, as I said, because coming into Wimbledon, the women, a lot of them will only have had one tournament, two tournaments prep on grass. You know, you've got some players who have barely played on the green stuff. So that makes things much more difficult. As we know, grass is different. You know, the ball keeps lower. It is quicker than most of the courts they'll play in week in, week out. And, uh, you know, there are specialists. It is a surface that favours bigger hitters. It's a surface that definitely favours bigger servers. Um, so we've got to look at all of that. We've also got to consider, you know, there are a lot of players who have been injured of late and just returning for Wimbledon. How fit are they? You know, I'm talking about players like Belinda Bencic, for instance, who hasn't played since Roland Garros. Uh, you've got Yelena Ostapenko, who picked up an injury last week. How fit is she going to be? The same with Caroline Garcia. So there's all these sort of 
imponderables, variables to, to look at. But I've picked out 10 matches and I think I think we're going to have three bets from them. Well, let's move straight into the matches. When you said our fit today, I thought that was an Italian tennis player that I didn't know much about. Maria Alfit today, but uh, it wasn't. <laughs> some of my pronunciation sounds like a bit of Alfit today. And you've tested me with some of the pronunciation of some of these players today, so we'll, 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 we'll see how we go in there. <laughs> but let's move on straight into the matches. Now, we talk about so many different matches. There's 128 uh, different matches across the men's and the women's first round here at Wimbledon. All the markets, all the specials, 27 different bets on every different market available at the Bet Rivers website. Rory has done the work, so you don't have to do the work. So this is a good time to listen. So ping your ears back, listen to the, the bets here and the reasoning behind the bets. Let's start with the first get. And this is going to be a sad day for you, Rory. I know you, you, you're a big fan and at Contivate. You, we we said we're going to have a spread at the very first show this year and how many times you were mentioning you're a big, big fan. You were waiting for her to win a major. You thought she might come good this year. But unfortunately, she's injured. and She's announced her retirement this year. So... Before you know, it's, it's it's a bad day for you to 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 worry about that uh, the conservate injury. But she starts off as a very very heavy favourite in round one against Lucrezia Stefani at two fifteen. The spread here is minus four and a half. Conservate is even money with a minus four and a half starts, and the total is twenty and a half with the over and under similar price around about minus one twelve to pair. Conservate was up to world number two um, in the U.S. Open last year. Um, she got a lot of criticism for her performance and the media sort of said she was one of the worst players ever to hold such a lofty ranking. Can she go out of a high here at minus 275 against an opponent who's done all right on grass this year so far? Yeah, sentiment is very dangerous in betting. And yeah, this is the end of the road for the Estonian. And I, 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 I was a, obviously disagreed with a lot of that criticism. She had a, a fantastic run just a couple of seasons ago, tail end of the season on indoor hard courts. But yeah, chronic back injury means she's retiring. She hasn't played since losing her opener at Roland Garros to Bernardo Pera. I can't understand why she's just so short here. Lucrezia Stefanini is really enjoying herself on grass and she beats Sie Su Wei. Um, it's a really notable scalp on grass, the Taiwanese double specialist she's very useful on this surface I watched a fair bit of that and the Italian she handled herself really well she was impressive coming into the net as well she was good from the baseline hitting it you know good 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 hitting from the baseline but also showed she, she can volley I'd love to see Contevay you know the heart speaking I'd love to see her have a run here at SW19 on her swan song but Stefanini can play I, I don't think it would be a surprise were she to win here and at the price, plus 215, um, I'm backing her. I just think it's the wrong price. I mean, Contivate on her day, of course, you know, she'd be a heavy favourite. But for various reasons, she's not going to be on her day. And it's, for me, given her injuries, given how she hasn't played a lot of tennis of late, I think Stefanini has to be the bet here. Do you also think the fact that it's her last match that she comes in here trying to give it too much and go out of a high or do you think or did you think to yourself you know what it's my last match win lose or draw I've had a great career and I'm ready to retire now anyway so mentally it's a very very hard thing to to get yeah. your head around the approach for the player whose last ever tournament is going to be yeah I mean as I say I'm sure she'd love to go on a run I'm just not sure she's physically capable of doing it I mean you know we've seen her this season she's struggling yeah maybe there's pressure off you know this is it I can I can just 
hit freely and and whatever but maybe her body's just not up to it at the price i'm prepared to take the risk on the latter so are we going to go with stefani as an official pick first up yeah, plus 215 plus yeah we are would you like the you, you must like the four and a half approach you must like the, the the set handicap and the game handicap as well any reasoning why we wouldn't want to do that is it a chance that Contavik does have a wipeout in one set or a or a bagel or a very heavy winning margin. I just think that Steph at the price of plus two fifteen, I'm quite happy to just go in with that. I think Contavate, yeah, she she if she's fit and well, she'll win and she could win really fairly comfortably. She could, as you say, she might need to take a set off if she's you know if she's struggling with her back. Um, there's a lot of imponderables here. I think they weigh up more on the side of Stefanini winning. And, and you know, it, she could win this if Contemate isn't fit. Stefanini could win this in straight sets. But, you know, I think given all of that, I think that price of plus 215 is just too appealing. There is some kind of margin built into the price, thinking that it's Contemate's last match and obviously the crowd are going to be behind her and, and you know, going to be supportive of her. Um I, uh, I've been at Wimbledon many occasions and the 450 housewives from Surbiton wouldn't even know who Andy Murray was if they walked past her. So I've got, I don't think they'd have any idea who any conservate is no. and this will be her last match. So don't get built into this hype that everyone's going to know. These are te- tennis officialos who know everything about tennis. So uh, Stefani is the bet here. First bet, 215. So we're going straight in for a big dog, plus 215. The next match sees another heavy favourite. Sasanovic up against Perez Diaz. Uh, minus 265 for Sasanovic. Uh, Perez Diaz is plus 210. The handicap here is three and a half with uh, Sasanovic minus, uh, minus 139, minus the start of three and a half. And the total is 20 and a half, minus 125 for over, minus 103. For under, uh, Perez Diaz not having the best run on grass. I think that's admittedly to say. And someone who I don't think is uh, is, is a sort of player that's going to be suited by the fast Wimbledon court conditions here. Um, do you agree with me on that? Or do you think there could be a shock? No, no shock here. This is probably my one of the bankers of the round, I think, Sasnovic. Paris SDS, she's just not happy playing on grass. She won a couple of qualifiers for Wimbledon in 2021 but hasn't won on the surface since. She's played twice in England so far this season on the grass, beaten by Angelina Kalanina and Neil Teichman, who are both pretty ordinary on grass. That was after she suffered a shock defeat to Storm Hunter at the French Open. She had an injury withdrawal before that as well. Sasnovich is much more comfortable on grass. She beat Victoria Azarenka in Berlin a couple of weeks ago. Um, at Hertigen Bosch, she beat Great Minen and Stefanini, who we just talked about. Both of those came through qualifiers for Wimbledon. I think her level's just going to be far too high for the Spaniard. I'm expecting a comfortable victory. And we've got a bet here. I think Sasnovic minus one and a half sets, which is basically straight sets, at even money. I, I think that's a, a cracking bet. And for me, that's a two-point bet. I just think she's... On this surface, she's got to just operates at a much higher level than Paris SDS. So, shocking the first match, no shock. The favourite batters will get the cash in match number two. Match number three sees two qualifiers in action in the first round. Tamara Korpash, she's minus 190, up against Carol Zhao, the Canadian. Both of them have come through qualifying. Um, Korpash actually got through because she lost to Andriva. And then she got through because there was a withdrawal and she got her place as a lucky loser into the draw. She was quite fortunate to get into the draw. But she is a heavy favour here, minus 190. She's a 
higher ranked player. She's minus one, sorry, plus one, sorry, start again. She's 120 in the rankings, and she, her opponent is plus uh, at 166. Um, do you see this going to the form book, or do you think there's a potential shock here? This is the one that I'm on the fence with, because when I looked at it, I thought Zhao was a big price. This is actually going to be the Canadian's main draw debut at Slam. She hadn't played on grass for five years before this season, but she's showing she's a quick learner. She was thrashed by Katie Swan at Surbiton and suffered similar defeats to Veronica Kudometova at Hertigen Bosch, who's right in with a chance of a title, in, in our opinions, and Coco van der Vey in Berlin. But in qualifying for Wimbledon, she knocked out Arantxa Roos, who's way above her in the rankings, experienced Dutch woman. She was a heavy underdog in that match. And then she beat Van der Vey, uh, exacted revenge. She actually even served more aces than Van der Vey, which takes some doing. Van der Vey, who, who's reached slam semifinals back in the day. Poor Patch is very much a clay quarter. She does hit winners on any surface, but her record on grass is 10 and 15. She often loses to players ranked lower than herself. As you say, she had two wins in qualifying, lost to Mira Andreeva, the 16-year-old sensation, gets in as a lucky loser. I'm still on the fence with this one. I think I'm just going to call this one a lean towards Zhao. She does look more comfortable on grass than the German. But Corpatch isn't a bad player. She's given, I remember her giving Heather Watson a bit of a, a bit of a run for her money on grass and you know, Watson, you know, isn't a bad player on grass and, and Corpatch can hit winners. So maybe that's why I've got a few doubts here. So it's just going to be a lean to Zhao for me in this one. I wouldn't get involved in this match. I could say <laughs> yeah. there's a, there's a hundred, your argument you've made there. I was trying to look at it and thinking, you know, is, is it a bet? I think it's a watching brief. I think, you know, Bet Rivers obviously got these matches in play. You can live stream the match, see how the match goes, see how Zhao's nerves can go. But uh, for me, it's uh, watching. And, and for Corpash, he actually took a set off Andrew, which is, is, is quite an achievement as well. So I agree with you that one, Rob. We, we stick to the three bets. We're not going to go for the four, stick to the three yeah. bets. Uh, the next match is a matchup between two veterans of the women's game Venus Williams against Alina Svetolina. Um, Combined ages 72 between the two of them. A 43-year-old Venus Williams, Alina Svetolina, is a veteran at 29. Veteran at 29, can you believe that? That, that is just... I've got shoes that are older than Alina Svetolina. <laughs> socks, socks that are older than Svetolina. Uh, but it's a massive match. These two have met four times previously. 3-1, they're head-to-head in Svetolina's favour, but they've never met on grass. And obviously, that's a big leveller because Svetolina, even in her heyday, wasn't a real natural... Uh, on the grass courts, and Venus Williams, obviously a multiple winner here at uh, at Wimbledon. Um, like I say, minus two hundred five Svetlana, plus one sixty three for Venus Williams. How do you see this one? I was actually tempted by Venus here. I mean, she's got to win. Which, if you're in a better, if you're going to bet Venus Williams, right? You know, there's no way you better on the money line at plus one sixty three. If you're going to bet Venus Williams, you've got to bet a two sets to love. That's the only yeah. way she's going to win this match. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I'm a- I agree with you there. I mean, we suspect that this is Venus's farewell, like we said about Conservate. Five-time Wimbledon champion. This should be on centre court, you'd hope. Um, Svitolina looked really good at Roland Garros, but she's had just one match on grass this season in Birmingham, and she was absolutely thrashed by Linda Frivertova. She She won just two games in that match. 
She won just 12 points on serve in the entire match. Venus is, well, you know, she's she's all strapped up and everything and just about, you know, making it around the court. But the serve's still working. You know, she she beat Camilla Georgie in Birmingham, um, despite, you know, her movement being limited. Then took a set of Yelena Ostapenko, who wins one to win the title. All three of her matches on grass this season have gone to three sets. I'm just thinking that Svitolina, even though she, she's not great on grass, she can't be as bad as she was against Rivertiva. I am tempted by Venus, and I like the angle of the straight sets because, you know, I mean, she did beat Georgie in three sets, but Georgie had her one of her brain fades, and I think we're looking at a Georgie match later as well. Um, are we? Uh, no, we're not. But Georgie has a tendency to really go for her second serve. So as a result, she has a lot of double faults, and, and that happened against Venus, and she fell apart, and Venus won somehow. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, Venus, if, if I was going to go for one, it would be Venus, and straight sets wouldn't be a bad bet, but I'm just going to leave this one alone, one to enjoy, I think. If you do want to take the straight sets uh, angle on Venus Williams, it's plus 335, 28 different markets available on the Bet Rivers website, and you can live stream them, as I said, watch the match from the comfort of your own home, no need to to head out. And remember, these are an early start. These matches are played on Monday and Tuesday. The order of play is not known yet, as we recorded this on Saturday, but they will be over Monday and Tuesday. So uh, you've got a lot of time to to have you look at the bets and have your own opinion. But if you're going to take Venus, we straight to be straight plus 335, probably the better way than take on the money line at plus 163. Now, from one extreme, we've got the 43-year-old Venus Williams, and now we've got the 16-year-old teen sensation who's going up the world rankings, an alarming mate. Uh, Mira Andreeva up against Wang. Uh, Andreeva is minus 205 to win this match. Wang is plus 163. The handicap is three and a half. Andreeva is minus 105. And the totals here are 21 and a half. Andreeva has come through three qualifying matches here. Uh, Wang has though played all right. She's, she's, she's come through qualifying at Eastbourne. She had a, a good win at, uh, in the first round until she ran into Key Medicine Keys was in the final at Eastbourne. And she's no, she's no pushover here, but uh, by suggesting by the odds, you would think that uh, the 16-year-old, all she's got to do is turn up and she's going to win the match. But it's a lot of pressure on her up against an opponent who is no mug on uh, grass court. No, and, and I've mentioned, we talked about Zhi Wang before. Uh, she's a left-hander and she's working with Nigel Sears, who used to coach Daniela Hanchukova and Anna Ivanovic. And what I like about Wang is that She's another player who seems to be learning quickly on grass. She lost to three in three sets to Rebecca Marino in Birmingham, but beat the Canadian a week later at Eastbourne. She also beat Linda Frivertova, who we've already mentioned. She beat the talented young Czech in straight sets. And, yeah, no disgrace losing to Madison Keys on grass. Um, and Dreva, as we said, you know, she made hard work of beating Tamara Korpach in that third qualifier for Wimbledon. And and the, this is her first experience on grass. She's never played on grass before those qualifiers in Roehampton. And in all three of them, she faced clay quarters. Now she's facing someone who looks to have looks to have a bit of an affinity for the surface, but also Andreva hasn't faced a lefty on grass. And facing left-handed servers on grass is a new a new a new puzzle, new challenge. And I think she might struggle a bit. So at the prices, 
I, I think Wang's a bet here at plus one six three. Um, you know, we keep you know Andrea. She's been so impressive. She had that great what running in Madrid. She did well at Roland Garros as well. But that lack of grass court experience, I think, may account for her here. So Wang, you know, lefty serve on grass, a good player, enjoying herself on the grass. I think Wang at plus one six three is a bet here. Wang at one six three. So that's an official pick. It is. So that's our third official pick here. So the next matches we have now, uh, we've got five matches we're going to go through. These are probably going to be Roy's Leans because we've had the three official picks. Uh, we're going to look at interesting. This, to me, is an interesting match, the next one we're going to talk about. It's Belinda Bencic, number 14 seed, who hasn't been having any tennis action at all. She was, she got injured. She returned back for the French Open, got beaten the first round of the French Open. And she's up against Katie Swan, uh, the Brit. Now, my philosophy is always oppose the Brits in the first rounds and second rounds. Years ago, you can get them at five to one, six to one to win matches. Now they're like plus 175, plus 160. And I think they're just crazy odds. Um, but this one here, I think the Brits got a chance. I think Katie Swan will give her a, a match here. So Belinda, Belinda Benchik is minus 265. Katie Swan is plus 210. The handicap here is four and a half. I like the Brit here, plus four and a half. She's minus 125. And the total is 20 and a half. Um, this, this could be a good time to play Belinda Benchik, couldn't it? I mean, she's, she's always been someone who's never lived up to her potential and, with, with the time she's had off injured, no grass court preparation, she could be cold. And one thing you can say about Katie Swan is she's had a lot of preparation on the grass court coming in playing eight matches on grass. She hasn't. You know, she reached the final in Surbiton last month, in, including a win over Tatiana Maria, who reached the semi-finals at Wimbledon last year and who took a set off Igor Sviontek at the start of the week. It's all about whether Benchich is fit or not. She's not a bad grass court player. And... But you know, she had a hip injury, which ruled her out of most of the clay court season. Went out in the first round at Roland Garros to um, Avenisian, the Russian. Obviously, she was fit. She'd be a strong favourite. I'm. Yeah, well, this... she's, she's a strong favourite now. Minus two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what price I mean, would she, she be if she was one hundred percent fit? Minus. 450. Minus 400, yeah. yeah so like, 400. If we margin that in, that she's not fit and hasn't played some tennis, maybe it, it's, it's plus 210 is the wrong price for the Brit here. Could be. We'll find out pretty soon. I think we'll find out pretty quickly. Um, so I think this is one to watch the first couple of games, see Benchich's movement, and, and then maybe get involved. But, yeah, I, Swans are lean at plus 210. Um, but, you know, as I say, Benchich isn't a bad grass court player on her day. It's just whether this is her day or not. Now, two players who aren't bad court, uh, bad grass court players are the defending champion, Elena Ribikina, against Shelby Rogers, who's uh, had some moments in her career. Now, there's been money for Ribikina. She's probably been putting parlays and various different things. In the first round at Wimbledon, a lot of people just put all these minus $5 shots, minus $6 shots, and make them up into 10 uh, match parlays and one will always let you down. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca is minus 770 now. Uh, Shelby Rogers is plus 540. The spread is five and a half games. Uh, Shelby Rogers is minus 136 with a five and a half start. The defending champion is plus 105 with five and a half start. And the total here is 19 and a half. Now, these two have met 
a few times before. They met five times previously. They met three times on grass, and Rogers won their last meeting just before Wimbledon last year, very easily, 6-2, 6-4. So for Rabakina, as the pressure has been the Wimbledon champion, defending her title, never had this expectation on her, not in great form, injury concerns up against an opponent who can play on grass here. I know she's not in the best of form. She's lost her last four matches coming into this match. But Rebecca here at minus 770, I think it's a very brave bet if you're going to put that in a parley. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that with your money, Nigel. It's, I, now that there's, now that Rogers is a bigger price, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted by her. As you say, that meeting last year, um, Rogers won at Hurt again, Bosch. The year before, they did meet at Wimbledon and Rebecca won that. It's just not been the ideal preparation for the defending champion. She quit at Roland Garros due to illness. She won one match in Berlin on grass against Polina Kudometova, the youngest sister of Veronica. And then she lost in three sets to Donna Vekic. You were set, you were set to see her at Eastbourne, I believe. And uh, then she pulled out. Yep. Um, it's not the ideal preparation by any stretch. Thankfully for her, Rogers is in pretty dire form. She's lost her last four matches, including to Clay Quarter, Camilla Sorio at Eastbourne. I think maybe, maybe the handicaps could be in here. I said those changing the odds. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit tempted by, by, uh, by Rogers here. It's, I, I yeah, Rebecca is far, far too short. And as you say, she would have never been, you know, she's the first time she's won a Grand Slam. She's a defending champion of a slam. This would be a new experience for her. Um, just looking at the spreads. You know, game I quite spread. like the totals. I quite like the totals here because Rebecca will get that serve going. She's going to be very yeah. hard to break. You could go, sets could be 7-5. It could be a... In women's tennis, all you need is a 6-4, really, if you're playing, like, low totals. You know, as long yes. as you don't get 6-2, 6-1, something like that, you, you're looking good. And I think the total is 19 and a half. I, I think that's that could be a little bit of interest for me, a lean for me. But like I say, if, you, if you're putting Rebecca into a parlay at minus 770, you might get your 10 parlay up and you might do okay. But long term, you won't make money. Yeah, and uh, this, this is this could easily let you down. This is this really is a could. this is a tough match for her on her opener. And Shelby Rogers at the stage of her career, and all experience she has will relish the opportunity to take out the defending champion on day one. It's happened so many times in a women's draw. I've seen so many people come to defend women's titles or, or or start the proceedings and run into running to a dangerous opponent. And this looks a banana skin for me. Um I wouldn't I I don't think I'd rush to bet Shelby Rogers at five dollars or uh, or bigger. But I think the way I would approach it would be over on the totals and maybe getting on the handicap itself. Um, talking of dangerous opponents, next match is a dangerous one. It's it's our pick, one of our picks, Karolina Mukova. Um, we've got her at 60 to 1, I believe, plus, plus 60, 60 to 1. She's now down to about 16 to 1. She's about fifth favourite to win the tournament. She's been handed a dreadful draw in the section of the draw she's been given. And really, to be fair, she's been given a very, very tough opener here against Jill Neymar, uh, Niemeyer. Minus 385 for Mukova, plus 290 for Niemeyer. Um, Niemeyer's played some good grass court tennis this season. You know, she's got to the last 16 in Berlin when she got beat by Vundrosova. She came through qualifying. Uh, she got beaten the first round by Heather Watson at uh, at Nottingham. Uh, but for our girl, Mukova, she, it's the first time she's played a competitive match since she lost that 
heartbreaking defeat in the French Open final where she was clearly emotionally a wreck after the match. You know, when she was interviewed, she didn't know what to say. She burst into tears. Hopefully she can put that disappointment behind her and, and use it to strength. But there's a, there is that kind of worry that she's left a bit on court after that emotional match against Romtek. Um, we were optimistic of our hopes of winning it. We hope that she gets through and hope she, she gets on, it gets better. But for our anti-post position, our tournament winner position, I would have liked an easier route from to the second round than this one. I think this is quite tough. It should be on paper, but and when I saw this in the draw, I had a bit of a gasp. Obviously, Nimai reached the quarterfinals last year. She's a big hitter. When she gets going, she can be hard to stop. But she had to retire against Marquette von Drusseler in Berlin. And I actually remembered, I, I'd forgotten that I'd watched it. And so what happened? She was match point down. Well, it was going to be match point. And she slipped and she fell awkwardly on her wrist. It was quite a nasty one. And she couldn't continue. And I read that she was planning to play Bad Homburg this week, but she didn't. So that just makes me think that she perhaps isn't fit. Mukova, yeah, horrible draw. I mean, Arena Savalenka in round three, and it doesn't get much easier after that. I think she was just very emotional at Roland Garros because, you know, she'd made the final after so many injuries and, and you know, a real troubled career. Um, and I think, I don't think it was more, it was the fact that she lost. I think it was just being there. And I think she's very grateful to her entourage and her family and, and all of that. Is she fit? That's the question because she hasn't played since. Um, hopefully that's just precautionary. Too many unknowns in this one, no bet. But I, this is definitely one to see early on, you know, with a wrist injury, you'll, you'll tell pretty quickly if Niemeyer's fit or not. And, um, you know, we'll know our fate fairly quickly. Um, I think from a betting perspective, certainly one to avoid beforehand. Yeah, one to avoid, but hopefully our pick Mukova progresses through to round two. And as we saw in the French Open, she had a difficult first round match. She won the first round match against Sakari and then went on to reach the final. So we're hoping for more of the same. I think sometimes you want a difficult match at the beginning to get you into the groove straight away rather than get the difficult matches in the quarterfinals. I think the tougher draw you have, the people, betting people think sometimes the tougher draw you have, the more you sort of, you, you've used it all and you, 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 you're you exhausted by the, the semifinals and quarterfinals. Stage. Especially in the women's draw, I think it's much more important to start fast and go have some momentum going into the tournament. And the men's obviously are the extra, the five, five sets. I think obviously you get to the semi-finals and quarterfinals, you've had a lot less court time. It's much more advantageous for you. But in the women's draw, I think you want to start fast. Tough one, get better as the tournament goes on. And let's hopefully Mukova gets the job done and gets better as the tournament goes on. Another tough one here, Anja Burr, uh, Wimbledon finalist last year against Rebecca. Should have won Wimbledon. Somebody I've already bet. I bet, her, I bet her a month ago, I thought she was coming back to some form. I'm ruining why I bet her now. I just think to myself, what have I done that for? She's minus 385 against Magdalena Freck, an opponent who is very capable on grass here. Plus 295 for Freck. The spread is four and a half and the total is 20 and a half. Uh, the Tunisian here is under, not coming in with any form at all, injury concerns. Magdalena Freck, Freck is a big, big threat to Entrebeur here. I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of doubts about Jebur, the way she lost to Hadajmai at Roland Garros, lost to Niemeyer in Berlin. She looked like she was back on track against Yasmin Paolini uh, at Eastbourne, but then she lost to Camilla Giorgi, which is, you know, I didn't expect that, did not see that coming. Freck, 
took a set off Yelena Ostapenko in Birmingham, who went on to win the tournament. Um, but she did go out to Teresa Martinsova in the first round at Eastbourne. Not convinced Freck has the game to trouble Jabir too much. I think we'll get a chance to take on Jabir at some point. I'm just not sure this match is it. I, I think maybe we get to the second or third round. But Jabir is, is difficult at the moment because she, she looks she looked great against Paolini, just took a little time to warm up, looked great, and then lost to Georgie, which she really shouldn't have done. She's just very up and down at the moment. Hard to see her getting to the second week, to be honest. Just one little angle for me, I would turn around and say that I think they played earlier this year in Indian Wells. Uh, Jabir come through in three sets. There was 27 games in that in that match. And that was played at Indian Wells in a, in a fast Indian Wells uh, surface, which is quite quick. And I think here, maybe 20 and a half on the overs could be a small lean for me. The final match, Anastasia Potapova up against Celine Naif. Uh, minus 265 for Potapova. Naif is plus 205 here. If you're going to head to Bet Rivers, you've got the spread here. Three and a half minus 136 for the Russian and plus 106 for Naif. And the totals are, again, 20 and a half here with over the favourite minus 125. This is a really interesting one. Naif defeated Venus Williams at Hurtigen Bosch. And I put that down to Venus's physical condition and fatigue. In, you know, Venus took the first set and then sort of fell apart. But the young Swiss, she backed that up with a good win over Katie McAnally. McNally. And, and in the Wimbledon qualifiers, she beat Ashlyn Kruger, the young American who's been in great form on the grass. She won the Challenger event in Gaiber, Italy last weekend. And then Naive beat Diana Yastremska, the Ukrainian, to make it to her first slam main draw. Potapova's not shown a great deal of form on grass in the past, although she did make the semis in Birmingham, where she took Ostapenko to three sets. I think this might be closer than the odds suggest, and but I do think Potapova will get through. I think with like Jabir, I think she's another player who we can get beat later in the tournament, but I think she might just have a bit too much for the young Swiss here. So there you have it. There are 10 matches on the women's draw. We've gone through them all in the first round. Those matches, they'll be played across Monday and Tuesday of next week. Uh, Rory, just give us your official picks. Give us your three official picks that you have on those first round at Wimbledon here. Yep. Yeah, so Lucrezia Stefanini to beat Annette Contevate at plus 215. Uh, then we go for Alexandra Sasnovich, minus one and a half sets against Nuria Parizas-Diaz. That's an even money, plus 100, and that's going to be a two-point bet. And my final bet is Zhiyu Wang to beat the young Russian Mira Andreeva, and that's a plus 163. We also have leans for Venus Williams to win two sets to love from me. I think that's uh, around about plus 335. I like Katie Swan to give Belinda Benjic some problems. I think over total games there. And also Onjabur, Magdalena Freck over the games as well. But they are some intriguing matches like I say, there's a huge amount of tennis action uh, over at the Bet Rivers website. 64 matches on the women's draw. 
28 different markets on every single one. Live streaming as well. If you want to watch the match, you can just place a bet and watch it. This real tennis season is happening now. Not much else going on in the American calendar with sports events, but the Wimbledon action is getting very, very entertaining and very, very busy. And you can follow everything here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. Download the podcast, which is ironically called Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at uh, the YouTube channel, the Bet Rivers Network. And you can follow us on our Twitter account and our Instagram account which is called because we win and that's what we intend to do at Wimbledon over the next fortnight thank you very much for watching uh check out the futures market as well and myself and Rory have done a brilliant podcast and a great show on the outright market we have some really really big price uh, picks on who we think will win the tournament Sean Calvert has done one as well with myself on the men's draw as well he's gone for some very very big price uh uh, contenders including a 400 to 1 chance and Sean will be joining me a little bit later on today when we do exactly what we've just done here on the men's draw as well Rory good luck I'll speak to you in the middle of next week let's hopefully you can cash some tickets on the first round and go into the third major of the year in profit after round number one take, take care everybody thanks for watching and I'll uh, speak to you soon